welcome to the Rhythm of Learning podcast, the show that tunes into the melody of our minds and the science of learning. Inspired by faith, lived out through life and fulfilled through a passion for learning. Here we shine a spotlight on innovative research and real-world applications, blending insights from neuroscience, technology, and adult education as we seek to help each other create powerful, purposeful, and personal learning experiences for the adult learner. And now to your host, Jeremy. Welcome everyone, I'm Jeremy, and a big shout out to all of you who are listening today. Thank you for making room in your day to spend it with me here on the Rhythm of Learning podcast. I can't begin to tell you how super excited I am about the Rhythm of Learning concepts. My prayer is that somehow, some way, something that we discuss here on this show causes you to pause, challenges your thinking, and inspires you to go out and create powerful, purposeful, and personal learning experiences. While this podcast is geared towards those in the talent development field, for those who design adult learning content, I firmly believe that even the adult learners themselves can benefit from the topics we will discuss. So, lean in, open your ears, and let's get ready to discover the rhythm of learning. As we mentioned earlier, the Rhythm of Learning podcast is inspired by faith. So today in episode one, we're going to begin with the scripture from the Bible, Romans chapter 12, verse 2. It says, do not be conformed to this age or time that we are living in, but be transformed, be changed by the entire renewal of your mind, by its new ideals and its new attitude so that you may prove for yourself what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in His sight for you. Today, we're diving deep into the world of neuroplasticity. To help make neuroplasticity easy to understand, let's imagine your brain is like a musical orchestra. Each instrument represents a different skill or function, like playing the piano for memory or the violin for motor skills. Neuroplasticity is like the orchestra's ability to learn and adapt to new music. When the musicians practice a new piece, they strengthen their ability to play it. This is similar to how your brain forms new connections and pathways when you learn something new or practice a skill. Now, imagine one of the musicians can't play their instrument due to injury. Neuroplasticity kicks in like a backup musician stepping up to play the injured musician's part. Over time, this backup musician learns to play the part just as well, showing how the brain can reroute functions to compensate for damage. So, just like an orchestra can learn new music and adapt to changes, your brain can learn new things, recover from injury, and adapt to challenges through neuroplasticity. It's like a continuous symphony of growth and adaptation happening inside your head. So, what does Romans 12.2 have to do with neuroplasticity and especially adult learning? Well, just about everything, honestly. See, Paul encourages us that in order to change, we have to renew our minds, to not be limited by or blindly follow what everyone else is doing, that we are to set ourselves apart with the understanding that renewing of one's mind is a personal journey designed for an audience of one and not the multitudes. Allow me to go a little deeper with my own personal story. Growing up, I had a horrible fear, I mean a terrifying fear of learning. 
my anxieties would go through the roof, causing me to act out and behave in ways that outwardly attempted to divert attention away from my fear of learning and directing attention towards my actions. To make matters worse, my fear caused me to fidget even more. Like having ADHD isn't bad enough, now my anxieties kicked into hyperspeed like Han Solo making his grand escape in Star Wars. It was like boom, all of a sudden I kicked into hypergear, unable to pay attention, focus, or really do much of anything. This tormented me my entire elementary, middle, and high school years. It was by the grace of God that I was even able to graduate. However, in my heart, I knew I wanted to learn. I truly wanted to be able to grow and understand things. I had a strong desire to figure it out, but I was stuck. I never will forget my junior year in high school. I met with our school counselor, and back then, ADHD was not even on the radar. All the fear I had towards learning, my academic performance really limited my future. In the eyes of my counselor, there was really only one solution offered to kids like me, and that was Factory A or Factory B. Now, please understand my heart here. There's absolutely nothing wrong with working in a factory. My entire family consists of blue-collar workers. From those who served in the military to working in factories, some even worked construction, and many, including myself, spent time working on farms. Man, I just love getting my hands in the dirt and the physical aspect of a hard day's work. I have such a deep love and respect for my family, but I just knew in my heart that God had something else for me and that working in the factory was not it. But life at that moment seemed to only have two choices, factory A or factory B. The fear of learning really had its grip on me, and in that moment, knowing God created me for a different path, everything seemed hopeless. Like, why even try and pursue something different? And this is what Paul was talking about as the world thinks. Those ways of thinking in Romans 12 too. All that data and information my counselor had back then told her this kid is blue collar and there's no other way around it. And to her credit, she wasn't trying to discourage me. She was actually trying to have compassion on me and encourage me in the way that she thought I should go. When we come back from the break, stick with me because I will share my personal learning journey and talk about what I now realize was the foundation for the rhythm of learning. See you after the break. Ever wondered how to captivate adult learners or unlock the full potential of the human mind? Dive into a world of innovative educational strategies and the fundamental principles of user experience design with two must-read books. Discover UDL in the Cloud by Katie Novak and Tom Thibodeau, a guide to enhancing learning through technology. And Explore Laws of UX by John Yablonski, revealing the psychological underpinnings of great design. Please note, the authors and publishers of these books are not sponsors of the Rhythm of Learning podcast or endorse the content. These books are suggested as a great resource for you to continue learning more about the human mind and the adult learner. Find both books on Amazon today. Unlock the secrets to engaging learning and captivating design and continue your journey with the Rhythm of Learning. Welcome back. And if you're just tuning in, we are discussing my personal experience in learning and what I have now since come to realize is the foundation for the rhythm of learning. In short, 
I did graduate high school by the mercy and goodness of God, but the question for me was, now what? That chapter of my life is over, and I now have to figure things out for real. My first job out of high school was working in the mailroom of a large Midwest bank. Here I am in my first big-time job, thinking the ways of my youth are behind me and feeling excited that maybe there was hope for me. I mean, granted, my first job was in the mailroom, but it was not Factory A or Factory B. When I say that I was a greenhorn, boy, do I mean that I was as green as they get. I was a country kid working in the big city, and I knew absolutely less than nothing. And it wasn't long until my fears of learning and anxieties began to surface. All I could think about was, why is this happening now? I'm not in school anymore. I'm doing my best, getting my feet wet at this thing called being an adult. So why is the struggle from my youth still haunting me? Every career has on-the-job training. Some of this training is great, and the majority is not. I remember being trained by this older woman on how to run the machines and manage the workflow. I will never forget the feeling that I should just know how to do things. I mean, adults just know things, right? Well, the more I tried to focus on what she was teaching me, the more I kept reverting back to my days in school. Fear tormented me. It hindered my growth. And God bless her, she was a saint. She took her time and eventually I did learn the various processes and was able to successfully run the machines. But man, the mental battle was horrifying. Yet, even during all of this, I still knew in my heart that learning was going to either be the death of me or my greatest friend. So, I enrolled in a few night courses at the local university. I fared better than I anticipated, but it felt like I was running uphill covered in ice. And the more I tried, the harder I ran. I could see that I was making a little bit of progress, but boy was it slow and difficult. And it seemed like for every inch of growth, I lost 10 feet slipping backwards. So now I have to work even harder just to get back to where I was, but then to gain ground and press on as I continued my learning journey. Then here is the root of Romans 12 too. Fast forward a few years, and I'm now working in the customer call center for the same bank. My passion for learning and helping people just like me was even stronger. I had found little wins along my learning journey, and that served as my inspiration to continue my endeavors. Within this department, I was given the opportunity to try my hand at adult learning, teaching people new skills and helping them develop. Man, I was in heaven. I thought, this is the coolest job ever. While my role was limited at the time, soon the opportunity came for this to open up into a full-time position. What happened next will forever be implanted in my memory. After the break, I'll wrap this up and share with you the power of transformation and the foundation for the rhythm of learning. Let's take a fun trip down memory lane, brought to you by the Rhythm of Learning podcast. Think back to your favorite songs growing up. Those tracks that had you dancing in your room, or maybe they were your go-to comfort on a bad day. Got them in mind? Great. Now here's a playful challenge for all our listeners. In 10 seconds or less, do a quick brain dump. Jot down everything that made those songs unforgettable. Was it the catchy melody, the powerful lyrics, or maybe the way they made you feel invincible? Ready? Set. Go. Let those memories and emotions pour out. No detail is too small when it comes to the soundtrack of our lives. 
and stop. Look at that list. Isn't it amazing how music shapes our lives? Keep that joy and nostalgia with you and maybe, just maybe, revisit those tracks today. Thanks for joining us on this musical journey with the Rhythm of Learning podcast, where we explore the melodies that move us and the beats that shape our learning. Hello and welcome back. My life, I thought, was about to change for the greater, as I just knew I was going to get the career of a lifetime. My hope in this moment was growing. I could actually feel my heart swelling with excitement. I interviewed for the job, and man, I felt I nailed it. A few days after the interview, the hiring manager, who knew me well, said, Jeremy, you undoubtedly have the skill to perform this role of trainer. However, you lack the pedigree that is needed, and what I was missing was a college degree. She offered to mentor me in adult learning so long as I was still interested and with the stipulation that I would pursue a college degree. I heard every word she said, and then I mirrored those words with the words of my counselor, Factory A or Factory B. And for some time, I wrestled with my fears and anxieties toward learning. The thought of giving up ruled just about every thought I had, but the power of God working in me encouraged me to press on. For me, this is the most exciting part of my journey at the time, and even now, hearing myself say it, I almost cannot contain my excitement. For the first time in my life, I made the choice to renew my mind, to press in and dig deep, and through the grace of God, figure out how my brain worked, and come hell or high water, I was going to learn. I was going to earn my degree. Well, I enrolled in school, earned my associate's degree in business, and couldn't believe it. But I knew I wasn't done. I still had the shackles of fear grounding me, keeping me locked up. It took some time for me to muster the strength to pursue my bachelor's degree, but I did it. Here comes the powerful transformation. As many of you know, the courses get harder as you continue. The work becomes more challenging. Funny thing is, I knew I could do it. I just had to figure out how to learn. It was all so confusing for me. The way I was taught back in high school and even my early attempts at college the way so many of us were taught. All the teaching seemed just like a big bowl of spaghetti noodles. Everything was just mixed together and nothing made sense. I felt lost. Then along comes my economics professor. He was a large man with the wingspan of what seemed like the entire whiteboard that he wrote on. He was from Europe and he knew his English was, well, it was okay, but it was not great. And to help us understand what he was teaching, he would write what he was saying on the whiteboard. However, because he was so tall, he absolutely hated to write anywhere but at the very top of the whiteboard. As a result, he wrote with his right hand and then followed up with his left hand holding the eraser. Just as quickly as he wrote, the words seemingly vanished in an instant as the eraser would soon follow thus creating a clear space for him to continue his writing. It was then that I realized learning is my responsibility, not his. Yes, as the professor, he was to provide me with the information, teaching me the stuff, but it was my responsibility to learn it. So, I bought a micro recorder and recorded his lessons on mini cassette tapes, which is similar to the digital recorders we have now or our cell phones. Keep in mind that back then, cell phones weren't even around like they are today. 
Pressing forward, I learned to write with my left hand, in cursive no less, as I transcribed what I had recorded, and here is the key. I did this all while listening to classical music. Not just any classical music. It could only be Mozart. So here I was, hours at a time, listening, writing in cursive with my left hand, listening to Mozart, and it was like all of a sudden I jumped out of hyperdrive. Things slowed down. My brain began to make connections to the content. And from that point on, I never experienced the crippling fear of learning like I had experienced my entire life. God delivered me, showed me how my brain was wired, and I learned the secret to my success with learning. What an amazing feeling to learn something, anything. It was so empowering. I just knew I wanted to learn more. As a result, I not only earned my bachelor's degree in business, but I continued my learning, having since then earned two master's degree, one in adult education and the other in educational leadership. I've even started my doctorate degree, but life happened and the pursuit is on hold for now. But to go from a kid in school who feared learning so horribly to feeling as if learning was beyond my ability, to then having earned two master's degrees, nothing but God in Romans 12.2 could have done that. The point I am trying to make in all of this is that there are more adult learners who are just like me, entering the career world seeking promotional opportunities, faced with difficult situations that are forcing them to learn, but they are scared to death of the learning, and sadly, many will give up, lose hope, and fail to reach their full potential. My story is the concept of neuroplasticity being lived out in real life, where one part of my brain was like the piano player who became injured and unable to play, to the other part of my brain being like the violin player, adapting and overcoming, allowing for the show to go on. I hope you are inspired to continue with me on this discovery of the rhythm of learning, because my story, maybe even your story, this is the foundation for powerful opportunities within adult learning, to help learners overcome their fears of learning, experience the little wins that will ultimately lead to bigger wins, all because they completed a course that you designed. You may never know the influence of a course you created has had on a person, but trust me when I tell you there is power in the work that you do life-changing power that is strengthened by God to bring transformation to the lives of so many. As we wrap up episode one, the goal of our future episodes are going to explore further the power of the mind, sharing best practices that personalize learning, digging deep into the science, the God-given design for human learning. New episodes of The Rhythm of Learning drop the first Friday of every month. The concept here is to not rush the process. Being in a hurry doesn't create lasting change and limits the learning. Now it's time for making the connection. I want to strongly encourage you to lean in and take time to complete the Making Connection Challenge. Before you move on to doing something, anything, set your timer for two minutes, and then I want you to write freely. Allow your mind to just dump out as much as you can regarding whatever your challenges are that you have with learning. What are your fears that have kept you from pressing on and keeping you feeling stuck? 
My prayer is that you grow in your understanding of Romans 12.2 and what it means to transform, to renew your mind, and apply that to the Making the Connection answers that you just wrote. Thank you for tuning in to The Rhythm of Learning. I'm Jeremy, and I look forward to exploring more about how we learn and grow in our next episode. Until then, don't miss out. Beat to the rhythm of your drum as you learn, grow, and develop.